0: Lord Jesus, though we deserve chastisement for our sins, we plead on the basis of your great name for the people of Ukraine. In your long suffering mercy, provide deliverance from this tyrannical oppression. Turn hearts to you, comfort them in their affliction, and work also this tragedy for good, according to your gracious promise, amen. Obadiah, verse 3, The pride of your heart has deceived you, you who dwell in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, who say in your heart, Who will bring me down to the ground? Built on the rock, the church does stand. So what rock will you stand on? I'm asking you to look into the deep, dark recesses of your own heart and examine what it is that you most easily would rely on instead of the rock of Christ. Some precious possession? Some potent pleasure or priceless person? Some personal pride or powerful position? Eve, for a piece of fruit. Abram, for a child. David, for a woman. Job, for a place to challenge God. King Saul, for prestige. Judas, for 30 pieces of silver. I trust that you would not intentionally set out to get some prize instead of Jesus. So, yeah, examine yourself. What priceless prize would draw your eyes, your heart, your mind, to deceptively turn you away from Jesus? People long for security, for their possessions, their persons, their positions, for their homes, households, and health, for their jobs and journeys and judgment day. So what rock will you build your life security on? The Edomites made themselves their rock and boasted, built on the rock, Edom will stand. Because of their arrogant rebellion, the Lord said, verse 1, I have sent messengers to summon the nations against you and declared, verse 2, I will make you nothing. And yet Edom did not tremble and repent at the Lord's warning. They continued gloating. Our rock is secure. Verse 3, the Lord warned, The pride and security of your heart is deceiving you. The Edomites lived South of Palestine, in high, impregnable rock cliffs with very narrow entrances, and there wasn't sufficient water or food in the desert areas around them for an army to survive there in the intense heat. And more of those lofty rock fortresses were filled with crags and caves, so they were convinced that. <laughs> They were so secure in their rock dwellings that just a few of their soldiers, comfortable in their well-provided caves, could hold off an army. So when the Lord announced, You're done. They responded, Who will bring us down to the ground? The Lord pronounced judgment. Verse 4. Though you ascend as high as the eagle, though you set your nest in the stars, I will bring you down, says the Lord. They boasted, verse 5, in their treasures, that they thought they had hidden safely away. As a broker of world trade, they had accumulated great wealth. The Lord warned that wealth would not help them. Thieves, he pointed out, don't carry everything away. Grape-gatherers miss some of the grapes, but the Lord declares every hidden treasure of yours will be carried away, gone. The Lord would blow out his nose at them and three things would occur. He would turn their allies against them. He would pervert their wisdom to foolishness and he would change their courage to cowardice. Built on their rock, Edom did not stand. It appears to be an ever-growing tendency for America to think, built on our rock, America will stand. Do we gloat that our jets, missiles, satellites, lasers are an impregnable defense? Are we assuming that our homes and health are secure from invasion by people or pestilence? Well, the latter has sure been shown to be untrue, hasn't it? But our focus cannot dare to simply be on the national sin. Yes, we need to look into those dark, deep recesses of our own heart and recognize what priceless prize would lead our eyes, our heart, our mind to set some prize over Jesus. What rock would Satan use to get you to boast? Who will bring me down? Presuming that, well, you know, it's the other guy that's replacing the rock of Christ with something else, is the blindness of self-security. The Lord blows his nose, and our allies will not help, because uh, it may harm their own self-interest. Wisdom becomes foolishness, aborting our children, and not able to tell the difference in gender between male and female. Courage changes to cowardice, determining policy by peers and popularity polls and pressure politics. Flee to Mount Zion. Jesus is the rock which the very gates of hell cannot prevail against. His one sacrificial atonement has so completely paid your total cost of sin that Satan cannot bring one accusation against you. His rock stands. His sacrificial atonement is so abundantly sufficient for the whole world. That Satan cannot say to you, Well, you know, it won't work for you. You're not worthy. There's no help for you in God. No. He has accomplished it for the world. And therefore, for you, his rock stands. Jesus himself intercedes for you at the throne of the Father. I paid their atonement with my blood. They are your holy children. His rock stands. His rock crushed the head of serpent. Sealed death in its grave so that it cannot victimize you. And smashed open the gates of hell. His rock stands. Jesus reaches through those smashed gates of hell to pull you out of death into life. His rock stands. So what rock will you stand on? Built on the rock, the church does stand. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Hymn 467, 467, stanzas one and seven.